Hi, this is Sal with the Archangels of Justice. Been a while. I want to give you a little update on the uh, human trafficking dilemma that occurred here in Florida. Uh, we had several counties involved in this. We had uh, Martin County, Indian River County, uh, Palm Beach County, and uh, Orange County, uh, which is in Orlando. So everybody kind of knows where Palm Beach County is. Morton County and uh, Palm Beach County border each other, Morton to the north. Indian River County is north of Morton County, skipping over St. Lucie County, which is interesting because St. Lucie County wasn't involved in this, that there were no massage parlors found or, or what have you. Um, what's interesting, and I think I mentioned this before, is the way they conducted this investigation, claiming they had information on the onset of this thing where health department personnel that inspected the uh, massage parlor had stated that it looked very unusual, looked at people were living in there, and it kind of just didn't look right to this person. And that hinted towards now some kind of illegal activity. Now, typically with massage parlors, illegal activity usually runs towards the prostitution angle. Usually not much else that goes on in them places, but that other than the massage. So with that being said, you know, uh, Sheriff Snyder and his team of detectives, if defective detectives, you want to call them, um, could have easily sent an undercover investigator in for a massage. And if it got to the point of a sexual encounter occurring or just before it occurred, but there was that the knowledge it was going to occur, they could have shut it down, especially if the undercover officer had made some kind of an offer for money for sex and the woman was going to comply with that. They could have shut it down the very day. So two days at most, not eight months. The fact of the matter is, if you know you have this kind of activity going on, you want to shut it down immediately. You don't want it to drag on for eight or nine months and just try to catch a bunch of Johns later. Because here's what's happened. You've allowed hundreds of men, according to the sheriff, thousands of men go in and get serviced over the period of eight months. And now those people have gone home to wives, girlfriends, significant others, and had sex with them. Now, if they caught any kind of sexual transmitted disease in the massage parlor, now they just brought it home. So the police departments didn't do their damn jobs. They didn't protect and serve the public at all in this matter. And they surely didn't protect these women who they claim are victims of sexual trafficking. These women were falsely imprisoned, forced to have sex. That's rape according to these sheriffs and chiefs. Why would you allow that to continue for eight months? That makes their aiding and abetting the criminals. Just because they wear a badge and a gun doesn't mean it's legal. Why did they allow it to continue for eight months? So, with that being said, fast forward, Palm Beach County, the state attorney there has offered to drop all the charges against all the Johns. Catch? As long as they admit guilt. Wait a minute. You can't drop charges and expect somebody to admit guilt. Wait a minute. That's like saying, okay, I'm guilty of a crime, but oh, you're going to drop the charges. Oh, great. Wait a minute. No. A deal that you get proffered is if you committed a crime, you actually committed a crime. 
and then you're offered the deal. Look, we'll drop the charge if you plead guilty. Okay. Okay. Fine. That's a deal. But if you didn't commit a crime, why would you admit guilt to it? That's just absolute insanity. See, but these departments can't afford to lose these cases. I haven't heard of any of these pre-trial intervention things getting thrown out there yet in other counties. I'm sure they may. I haven't heard about them yet. It's a lot of times referred to as PTI, pre-trial intervention. And, you know, you have to take some classes or whatever to, you know, make sure you don't commit this crime again, essentially is what it boils down to. Now they're going on and on. They want them to have 10 days in the county jail for it. But the fact of the matter is, is I want to get back to this one more time, is in order to have solicitation for prostitution, you have to offer the prostitute some money or some jewelry or something to get the sex in return. Or it can go the other way. The prostitute can offer you sex for money or a favor or something, and that's considered solicitation of prostitution on either or parties. But they're both in agreement that something's going to happen. You don't have that in these cases. When I've talked to a number of attorneys and I've talked to some other people that have been involved, and basically what I have found is these men paid for a massage in the front at the desk. When they went back to get their massage, uh, 30, 40 minutes later, there was some sort of sexual manipulation going on, and not to excuse men, but men being men won't say no. Okay, it was offered. They didn't ask for it. It was offered. It was given. They didn't say no. Morally, it's wrong. Okay, they have to, now they have to go and explain this to their wives, their girlfriends. Oh my God, and their children their other relatives and friends, business associates. These sheriffs and chiefs played judge, jury, and executioner. They plastered these people's names and faces all over the media. You know, Sheriff Snyder's big claim to fame was, oh, we're going to be arresting a number of prominent citizens for this. Oh, okay, so what? That makes you a better person because you arrested some prominent citizens? You know... At the end of the day, this is just some look-at-me nonsense that these police departments pulled. They wanted to make it sound that they just cracked the big enchilada of sex trafficking. Okay, it took them eight months to make a mess of this case. Now they want federal help. Now they want it. That's their newest one. Please. What about the guy they arrested wrong? The guy that never was in the place at all, and they arrested him just for... His name being found on a piece of paperwork, his last name. That poor man wanted to commit suicide over this. Of course, the state dropped the charges. And the sheriff is backpedaling once again over his idiot detective, Doherty, making another bonehead mistake. But he keeps him in that position. And this is what's wrong with law enforcement today. They don't police themselves. Okay, they police the community and sometimes they put the wrong people in jail, but they don't punish the offender, the police officer that made the mistake, whether it be deliberately or, or not. The fact of the matter is, at the end of the day, we can't afford to have that going on in law enforcement today. Now, back to the sex trafficking 
you know, this is this is international, according to the sheriff, international, that in this eight month period of time, he had a thousand people. Essentially, is what he estimated were frequenting these parlors a thousand. They only arrested 120 or so. Where's the other 800 and some odd? Who are they? Are they prominent people too that he don't want to name? What the other sheriffs don't want to name? Prominent people that maybe were campaign contributors, uh, prominent police officers, maybe um, mayors, county commissioners. Who are they? Why weren't they named? He had no problem naming the other ones and dragging their names through the mud and their faces all over the news. Because at the end of the day, if they didn't solicit for prostitution, like I said before, what they're guilty of is a morals issue. They had consensual sex with a willing participant that they didn't pay for, but now they violated their marriage oath or, or the oath of their relationship with their significant other. Not a criminal issue. It's a moral issue. But these police departments want to play judge, jury, and executioner by embarrassing all these people. And now the state in Palm Beach County, that wants to drop charges because they can't afford to lose these cases. These cases internationally like this are, are horrible cases. You have got a, a, an organized crime ring in a foreign country transporting women to this country for sex or some other uh, human enslavement that they have to pay money back to these traffickers, these organized crime rings in a foreign country. How are we going to find out who they are? You think they're going to talk and communicate? These girls are not going to talk and communicate. The sheriffs have locked them up in a jail cell. Why are they going to want to talk? They've been in prison for eight months or more given sex out that they didn't want to do. They didn't talk in there. They kept their mouths shut out of fear. Now the sheriff locks them up here and thinks they're going to take one step towards us and help us with the investigation, as Snyder seems to think, by keeping them locked up in a jail cell. Guy's a moron. But that's who's running the sheriff's department of Martin County. I can't speak for these other ones. But I know this much. That if what I have heard about how the sexual encounters took place, you don't have solicitation of prostitution. So therefore, you have no crime. You may have the human trafficking at the one end, but that's the responsibility of the people running the salon and the people that put all these girls in there. That's where the problem is. Not with the Johns and not with the poor women that were held captive. This is a border security issue. Not to get into politics, but I want to touch on it real quick. These women could be brought into this country from any one of our borders, any one of our ports, or any one of our airports. And because security is not tight enough and not stringent enough, this is how this stuff happens. And guess what? They could be taken out of this country, our own young women, out of this country and taken to another country for the same reason, because we don't have the proper security in place to prevent it. So that's where the crime is. And the government's responsible for that. Our law enforcement communities are responsible for that. They need to snap it up and start doing some proactive law enforcement and stop this reactive nonsense just to make a name for themselves in the newspaper. Because the biggest name so far that I'm seeing 
from Sheriff Snyder, Martin County Sheriff's Office, and Lieutenant Doherty is nothing but one huge mess after another. They've made a great name for themselves of being incompetent is about the Keystone Cops. And calling the FBI in now is not going to guarantee any success other than maybe help them cover up their screw-ups. But that sad part is that they'll continue doing business because if you don't punish these offenders, these policemen that are allowing crimes to continue, they're no better than the people they're arresting. This has got to stop. So I'm going to close today. When I find out some more, I'll bring it to you because it's an important topic because this is happening all over the country. It's not just happening here. It was happening in Spartanburg, South Carolina, believe it or not. I won't touch on that one right now, though. I'm going to save that for another day. But stay tuned to the Archangels of Justice because we're bringing you what we can bring you in a timely manner after we verify information. With that being said, I want you to have a great day. Be safe out there. Watch your kids and you women out there. Watch yourselves. Be careful out there because there's all kinds of psychopaths running loose out there. Have a great day. 